Welcome to the Created to Flourish podcast, where we'll explore the believer's call to respond to great global need. In each episode, we'll be reading a chapter from a book called Created to Flourish, co-authored by Peter Greer and Phil Smith, and we'll examine how employment-based solutions empower families to use their God-given abilities to serve their communities. I'm your host, Hannah Ruth, Hope International's Regional Representative in Minnesota. In this episode, we'll learn how the local church can help facilitate savings group programs. If you're just joining the podcast, we'd recommend going back and starting from episode one and listening to the episodes in order. Let's dive in. Part three, joining the revolution. Chapter 11, Saving with the Church, written by Peter Greer. As we have seen, savings and credit associations, SEAs, have the potential to help those in poverty improve their income, decrease their vulnerability, increase their productivity, and save for life cycle events such as weddings and school fees. It is important to look at how the local church can advance this powerful concept while fulfilling its other responsibilities. Benefits Scale Using SEAs with local churches allows rapid expansion within an existing infrastructure. In many parts of the world, churches are the only entity with such a wide reach. The Most Reverend Emmanuel Colini is the former head of the Anglican Church in Rwanda and a leader within the worldwide Anglican movement. He founded the Anglican Mission in America, where he continues to serve as the rector of the College of Consultors. In addition to his global influence, he continues to focus on those living in poverty in his own country. Colini believes that SCAs are vital in carrying out the mandate of the church to alleviate both spiritual and physical poverty. When Colini invited me to his humble office in Kigali, he explained his desire that every single congregation in the country would engage in this grassroots strategy. If every church member could save $50 through SCAs, it would change their lives. $50 might be enough for me to pay a small part of my cell phone bill, but for many Rwandans, $50 is the equivalent of a month's salary. It would be the first time these individuals had any sort of safety net, and it would stimulate small-scale economic growth. Colini's vision may become reality. Since the Anglican Church began partnering with Hope International in 2007, its SCA program has grown to serve over 5,000 groups. Additionally, Hope International has expanded this church-based SCA model to Burundi, Haiti, India, Malawi, Peru, the Philippines, Zambia, and Zimbabwe. As of 2016, Hope partners with Christian denominations and organizations in these nine countries to serve over 400,000 individuals and their families. These groups save money together, accumulate assets from mattresses to goats to bicycles, and disperse loans to one another allowing them to pay school fees for their children, provide more meals for their families, and invest in small businesses. This growth would not have been possible so quickly without the existing framework of local partners. Service-Oriented Members Church-based SCAs can help churches be recognized for their desire to serve and bring healing and wholeness to communities. This is particularly important in places where the image of the church has suffered. Looking again at the Anglican Church's use of SCAs in post-genocide Rwanda, you can see this is critically important. During the 1994 genocide, about 800,000 individuals were murdered, 
many of them inside churches where they had fled for safety. There were even a few priests, pastors, and church staff that either directly participated in the killings or stood by as their congregations were slaughtered under church roofs and on church property. As a result, there were Rwandans who vowed never to return to church. In their eyes, the credibility of the church was destroyed. Thankfully, some of these deep hurts are beginning to heal as churches in Rwanda refocus on serving the community. By helping to organize SCAs, churches are bringing one more element of healing and restoration in Rwanda. Expanded Outreach In Malawi, Hope staff members began asking if the SCA program could be a witness to unreached people groups in the country, groups that do not yet have enough Christ followers to evangelize their own people. They piloted SCAs among one such group, and as a result, several members came to Christ. I've heard from church leaders in both Malawi and Burundi that this is the first time they've had a tool that effectively brings the church to their unreached brothers and sisters. Through relationships and meeting real needs, men and women are coming to know Christ, and that is worth celebrating. Deeper Relationships God said it first, it is not good for man to be alone. This truth has echoed down through the millennia of human relationships. An Romo proverb from Ethiopia agrees, being alone is only good for going to the toilet. For individuals in poverty, isolation makes an already difficult situation nearly impossible. In the Kayanza province of Burundi, Jeanette Miburu is the secretary of her Savings and Credit Association, which she heard about through her local church. Since she joined, she has started a business buying and reselling bananas, which she operates with another woman from her group. Jeanette shares, Thanks to the savings groups, now I am able to give offerings and my spiritual life has grown up. In addition, I have gained many friends. There is much love among us, and our relationship has been highly strengthened. Whenever group members are hospitalized, the other members collect money for them or help take care of their crops. SCAs are important for those living on the margins because they develop and deepen relationships. Consider the following account of one SCA in Rwanda composed of members who are blind or have family members who are blind. In the beginning, group members saved 3,500 Rwandan francs, the equivalent of $4.78. They planted a small kitchen garden with leafy and root vegetables for each member. As the group savings continued to grow to 60,000 Rwandan francs, $81.98, They progressed to buying a rabbit and then a pig. Alphonse, blind himself, recalled re-educating members that blind people are capable of doing something. Rather than begging, their skills and abilities can be used for gardening, house cleaning, and tending to animals. According to Alphonse, members of the group no longer identify with society's labels of disabled or beggar. Now they have a new name, savings group members, reflecting their community, belonging, connectedness, and dignity. Increased Income In Chisoti, Malawi, Catherine Fury didn't save money at all before joining an SEA. When she first joined in March 2015, she saved 250 kwacha, 48 cents, every two weeks. By October, she had quadrupled that amount. She has taken out two loans from a group for 7,000 kwacha, $13, and 15,000 kwacha, $29, which she used to start businesses selling donuts and buying and reselling common foods 
like tomatoes and corn. Now she no longer has to rely on relatives to support her, but can instead feed her family and pay her children's school fees through her businesses. Training through SCAs. Successful SCA programs often include vocational education. This training is critical for entrepreneurs who want to rise out of physical and spiritual poverty. In Peru, Hope International's church partner works with a local school to provide baking classes for interested SCA members. When Uvita Seron joined an SCA, she was a single mother caring for one child with another on the way. Through the acceptance and love of her group, she came to know Christ. Through joining a savings group, she says, I found a community that loved me for who I was and reminded me that God loved me too. Javita had dropped out of college to care for her children, but she participated in the baking training through her group. Now her goal is to save the $200 she needs to purchase an oven and start her own business. Because of the importance of training, Hope International partners with the Chalmers Center to train SCA members on group formation, biblical principles, and building relationships, among other topics. SCAs are natural avenues to provide two key elements that break people out of poverty, training and capital. Changed income plus changed hearts. SCAs are a natural forum for training that goes beyond technical issues. Church-based SCAs emphasize biblical principles about responsibility, relationships, and service while pointing participants toward a loving Savior. This is critically important because, while increasing income is good, it does not automatically lead to a more joy-filled life. After visiting entrepreneurs in the Philippines, Matt Kroll, then board member of Youth with a Mission, observed that money enables what's in a person's heart. He saw how some individuals seemed to pour their increased profits from their businesses into their families, communities, and churches, while others focused on using their increased capital for selfish purchases. That is exactly why the church is uniquely qualified to engage in SEAs. The church has the moral resources to transform hearts as it helps members improve their savings. This combination is the only way that significant and lasting societal change is possible. Consider the contrasting examples of Florian and Evita. Shortly after I arrived in Rwanda, I met Florian. He must have observed that I was looking at houses in the Kimihuhura neighborhood of Kigali, and he approached me and asked if he could be my guard and gardener. He explained that he lost his job and wanted to find a way to provide for his family. In Rwandan society, it is assumed that anyone with even a modest income will provide employment for a guard or gardener. Florian began working with me immediately. He taught me about the local plants and fruits, and I thought we had a friendship that was growing as quickly as the banana plants in my yard. After several months, however, I discovered that when I left, he was entering my house to steal money and valuables from my guests. Worse, he was using his wages and stolen funds to fuel alcohol abuse. I struggled to see how his increased income was actually improving his life, and I recognized that unless Florian's heart was changed, no amount of extra money would make a difference. The opposite was true for Evita in Malawi, who shared that though she attended church before joining a savings and credit association, I didn't want anything to do with God. I used to be a drunkard. She was struck by hearing verses like Romans 12, 9, Love must be sincere, hate what is evil, cling to what is good, and rededicated herself to the Lord. Now Evita said she is more respectful and loving, and she shares her faith with others both inside and outside of the church.
With loans from her SEA, she started buying and reselling tomatoes, and her family is now eating three meals a day instead of two. Though her own crops were damaged by the flooding that occurred in 2015, Evita gave generously to others who needed food. These contrasting examples show that increased income alone will not produce the change we long to see. SCAs started in cooperation with the local church can have much greater impact than SCAs working alone. Lasting change can happen when hearts and wallets are transformed simultaneously. Getting involved. SCAs are powerful because they provide individuals living in poverty key tools with which to increase their incomes, access to a safe place to save, and a modest amount of capital. When combined with a local church, SCAs can create lasting physical and spiritual change that flows out of growing relationships between community members. U.S. churches can promote SCAs in ways that build the local church. Given these benefits, perhaps you are ready to learn more or even help support SCA ministries. The Chalmers Center provides resources for churches eager to get involved. Chalmers trains the church worldwide in how to minister to families in poverty without creating dependency. Its vision is for local churches to declare and demonstrate to people who are poor that Jesus Christ is making all things new. The center advocates for churches to participate in advancing SEAs and supporting microfinance. Chalmers provides resources for both U.S. and international churches, equipping them to walk alongside families living in poverty. Whenever I am asked about ways for individuals to learn more about microenterprise development, my first response is to point people toward the resources provided by the Chalmers Center. A good starting point is the book, When Helping Hurts, written by Brian Fickert and Steve Corbett, which provides a biblical perspective on alleviating poverty without doing harm along the way. In its online portal, Chalmers provides a variety of free resources related to When Helping Hurts, as well as its savings curriculum. It is worthwhile to consider partnering with organizations already experienced with SEAs. As previously described, Hope International was invited by the Anglican Church in Rwanda to increase the effectiveness of their community outreach through SEAs. As a result of this successful partnership, Hope's network now offers SCAs in partnership with the local church in several countries around the world. Five Talents International pioneered SCAs around the world with leaders of the Anglican Church. Five Talents was founded at the Lambeth Conference in 1998 and was charged with helping the Anglican Church create long-term solutions to poverty throughout the developing world. Five Talents helps families fight poverty, create jobs, and transform lives through microfinance with a particular focus on SEAs. World Relief has worked for over 70 years to empower the local church to serve the most vulnerable. They do this through a number of initiatives, including disaster response, health and child development, refugee and immigration services, economic development, and peace building. SEAs are one element of their work in economic development. Medical Ambassadors International is a Christian organization that offers community health evangelism programs to train communities to invest in holistic development. MAI hosts training seminars and related skills, including establishing SCAs, with the aim of making positive improvements in the living conditions of people in poverty. MAI works to help prevent disease, protect clean water sources, devise sanitation systems, and increase agricultural productivity. Challenges SCAs are poised to reach hundreds of thousands of additional families. They are simple yet effective. 
They avoid many of the problems associated with external involvement since their very design requires local ownership and participation. They require a fraction of the funding required to start a microfinance institution. They complement the activities of the local church and hold enormous promise for putting entrepreneurs on the pathway out of poverty. But they do not provide quick fixes or overnight successes. The key question is whether the church in the United States will have the patience to promote and support a type of activity that results in lasting yet incremental change. Or will the church migrate back to a system of handouts that provides immediate but temporary results? Our hope is that an increased focus on SCAs will be one indicator that the church is in for the long term and recognizes that some of the greatest impacts are seen over years, not days. Thanks for joining us on the Created to Flourish podcast. This podcast is a production of Hope International, a global nonprofit that responds to the call to serve those living in poverty by providing discipleship, biblically-based training, a safe place to save, and small business loans. If you're interested in learning more about Hope International, we invite you to check out Hope's website, www.hopeinternational.org flourish.